the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. Roughly 300 people that were there to celebrate the end of Roe versus Wade. Obviously, very peaceful celebration. Well, the bottom line comes from the Bible. We are to have no fellowship with darkness. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children, simply based on the color of their skin. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. When we are counting ourselves as believers, that we need to count the cost of being a follower of Jesus. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute commentaries right here on the word Columbus on Tuesdays and Thursdays just after 4 p.m. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website, admissionamerica.com. Today, we are going to have a very interesting discussion about an issue that is in the news a lot, especially if we're talking about the public schools, and that issue is social-emotional learning. What is it, and why are people so concerned about it? And in case you may not know, it's not simply a school issue It's permeating our entire society into even the corporate world as something called ESG, and we will try to get into that a little bit as well. So here to talk with me about this is someone who's done quite a bit of research on social-emotional learning, my dear colleague, Diane Stover, who is the director of Protect Ohio Children. Welcome back to Mission America Radio, Diane. Thanks for having me, Linda. It's it's just a pleasure to be with you to talk about this today. Well, great. Thanks so much for being here. And so let's start with talking about yours and my, one of our favorite subjects, Protect Ohio Children, the organization. And for full disclosure, folks, I am honored and privileged to be serving on that board. And Diane is the director and really had the vision to start Protect Ohio Children. That's And that's protectohiochildren.net if you want to look up what it's all about. So Diane, just give us a little background on POC. Sure. Um, I know you've been in this arena with uh, school curriculum for many, 
decades, actually. Uh, but I got started in 2017 around the whole issue of comprehensive sex education and Planned Parenthood in the schools. And working as a co-chair with the National Protect Child Health Coalition, we set out to find out what was actually happening in Ohio schools and did open records requests and uh, and started collecting evidence. And now today we've got a very robust program statewide. We've got amazing board members. And we've collected evidence of comprehensive sex ed, critical race theory, and social-emotional learning in over 100 school districts in Ohio and have that on our heat map where parents can go to see if, it's, if we have uh, anything on there that would be in their school district. That doesn't mean it's not in the school district, but this is what we've collected uh, or over the course of the last five years. Yes, and uh, that heat map is very helpful, and it's anonymous tips, both from school staff and teachers as well as parents, correct? Yes. Um, it, it comes from really close to the situation, anonymous tips, mm-hmm. um, whistleblowers. Yes. Uh, right in the schools and parents and taxpayers who know what's going on in their local communities. So so let's talk then about social-emotional learning. Now, when do you recall when it first came on your radar screen at all? You know, Linda, um, uh, as I had mentioned, we, uh, we started with the comprehensive sex education, and then uh, we, we all know from COVID that there was this big, wave of critical race theory, but I think we knew, you know, even before 2017 that SEL was a problem, but it it comes out of, you know, that that same common core uh, fight that has been around for many years, but what really kind of sealed the deal for us that we knew that this was, you know, the government once again trying to be God in our lives was when we saw that the Ohio Department of Education made it part of their strategic plan, and this this caused a lot of alarm bells to go off. Because, you know, when we're talking to parents and parent groups and discussing this issue, um, you know, we really have to start with uh, what this is about at a global level. This is this is a curriculum and, a, and an agenda that's coming out of a global agenda from the United Nations and agencies like UNESCO and International Planned Parenthood Federation and those sustainable development goals that we hear about where they've declared and promote sexual human rights for children. So, you know, they claim that these rights start at birth and this is their belief system. And so, we really have to understand that big picture. And when you look into the background around this, you know, you follow kind of the breadcrumbs of where it's coming from. It's that same cabal of people, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Warren Buffett Foundation, and the Zuckerbergs and others that have created this this organization called the Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learn, Learning. The acronym is CASEL. Um, if you look at our website or you, you know, just do a Google, you'll find out pretty quickly that this is all uh, a globalist, socialist, Marxist agenda that's being perpetrated in our schools. And, and we're very progressive into this in Ohio. Yes. And the uh, strategic plan of the Ohio Department of Education talks about 
uh, the whole child. And this is a huge phrase that you hear all the time is that we're educating for the whole child. Does any school have the right to educate and and take possession of the whole child? No, that's that's one of the key, you know, we, we've identified 15 harmful elements of uh, SEL, and that's one of the main uh, issues is it undermines parental rights. It, once again, it, it puts the teachers in the place of the parents. And we know from the evidence we've collected and what we've heard in news reports in Ohio, now actual national news and what you've reported, Linda, is that there are teachers in Ohio actually keeping this type of information away from the parents about what their children are doing with regards to gender, uh, you know, changing their pronouns and this kind of thing. So it's a real play on parental rights. And very dangerous. And I wanted to just give a little detail because when you look at SEL programs, and many parents will start to recognize this, they they break things down into five so-called competencies. That's what they expect children to be competent in. But listen to them. It's self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making. Under any of those five categories, Diane, couldn't you plant a whole bunch of leftist propaganda on all these issues that we're concerned about? Absolutely. Um, I call it a bait and switch. When they started out with this stuff, they they claimed it was to help children with their soft skills, their their kindness and empathy, and teaching them skills to recognize and manage their emotions. Now we know that SEL has has turned into what they are calling transformative SEL, and now it incorporates all of those things around racial and the equity lens and adopts the Marxism, the critical race theory, race, gender, fluidity, sexuality, climate change. I mean, it, it, it it's like a shell game. What you see today is not what it's going to be in the classroom because it's a lot of it, most of it, is online. So when they start out with a program, the curriculum is ever-changing of what they're teaching in the classroom. Uh, they they will use uh, on SEL, I've come across lots of different literature selections, videos, one video I saw from 2020 for SEL from Brain Pop. That's a that's an SEL provider, but it's used for a lot of things. You know, had uh, the whole, all the propaganda surrounding the George Floyd um, riots and uh, anti-police uh, uh, material in there that was so heartbreaking and so misleading for fourth graders. Uh, there's also surveys, and uh, we've we've had a lot of issue on surveys. Diane, talk about that a little bit in the privacy issue. You know, I think folks remember about uh, Merrick Garland, uh, the United States Attorney General, uh, and his involvement with Panorama. I believe it's his son-in-law. One of his family members is the the, uh, CEO or president of that organization. Panorama basically collects data on children and uses that data for all sorts of manipulation and, uh, you know, private information that should be left in the home shouldn't be asked of children in the classroom. And SEL is, I mean, it's, it's promoting and using this 
to the point where, and we know this, Linda, from whistleblowers in Ohio, that they run reports on the children based on the data they're collecting from them. Right. So we have found we have found panorama surveys all over Ohio, and the school districts are telling the parents in some cases that they can't opt out when in fact they can opt out and they should opt out immediately from any kind of data collection in the classroom. Well, the other thing is it, it becomes, depending on, again, there's a whole range of different tools and some of it is way more problematic than others, but it's all a problem. Uh, but some of this is uh, has even different vendors will ask uh, schools to adopt a program where they can have their kids check in every day online and you you are you check in and I, I saw this under, I believe it was Panorama, where you you ask the kids, how are you doing today? And do you need to speak to a trusted adult about something? You know, think about this. This is amateur psychology and plants ideas in kids' heads about problem areas. You know, maybe maybe I am upset about something. You know, it's so manipulative. Do you see that? Oh, sure. If you know, I have three grandsons uh, ranging in ages from eight to two, and if you if you suggest something enough times, you know, of course they're going to say, "Oh, yeah, I'm feeling terrible." I mean, mm-hmm. you ask them fifteen times. I mean, you plant seeds in their little minds. They're so impressionable. It's just deception in many many cases. You know, there's a curriculum, uh, a frequently used curriculum for social emotional learning called the Second Step Program. Uh, that we have found in Ohio. And this is where they put links to actual things like, you know, abortion information, the LGBT agenda. It's it's a disaster. Um, they also, as you know, Linda, this SEL is, uh, is dangerous with regards to these school-based health clinics yes. that... Uh, that have popped up now uh, with funding from our Republican administration. Mm-hmm. And, and so you, you put a Planned Parenthood uh, school-based health clinic in a, in a radical school, and you, you've opened up the Pandora's box of everything that you hate. Right. For and, these kids. and we know how how education goes. OK, so this is being adopted as the strategic plan and the framework, not just at the Ohio Department of Education, but a whole bunch of other local school districts in Ohio. And then the teachers are then assigned, OK, you need to make sure you satisfy this uh, element in your classroom in the next few months. Well, OK, let's take um these five competencies, let's take two of them, relationship skills and responsible decision-making. From the left left standpoint, learning how to use a condom, for instance, or getting the address of Planned Parenthood or the nearest abortion ca- uh, clinic is responsible decision-making. Learning how to say consent, have consent to sexual behavior is relationship skills. Isn't that how this is manipulated, Diane? Absolutely. By... Uh unqualified uh, what they would call counselors, uh, even, you know, peer-to-peer, you know, young people teaching young people about some of this, because if you think about it, the shortage of of professional staff in the schools, uh, these people are not qualified to present mental health, uh, you know, training for students in these schools, and and so it's a disaster, actually. 
Yes, it is a disaster, and it's been implemented without many of us realizing what's been happening. We will continue our conversation about social-emotional learning and ESG, and we will find out exactly what that is with my colleague Diane Stover of Protect Ohio Children when we return. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. Stay with us. We will be right back. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're talking today about something that's happening in both our schools and in the corporate world. What is ESG and how is it related to social-emotional learning? Well, let's continue with my conversation with Diane Stover of Protect Ohio Children. Actually, and what they're doing, and it gets it gets to be a little bit complicated until you understand. And I know you mentioned this at the beginning of the program. For those who understand about the ESG, the corporate business accountability through a social scoring system, when you talk about that data collection, Linda, when they collect data, they're actually testing and asking questions on how woke these kids are. Wow. And they're really going after their emotional intelligence instead, you know, their EQ instead of their IQ. Right. Uh, no longer being concerned about their academics, but rather, you know, what kind of score they would get in order to fit into this new uh, environment that they're, and especially with this workforce development that they're trying to implement in Ohio, that um, it's dangerous. It's not academics yeah. anymore. It's it's this indoctrination and wokeness that they're advancing in the classroom. Okay, so let let's do talk about ESG specifically. Tell people what that stands for: E S and G. It's environmental social governance. So if I use the banking system as an example, this is where it's it's not something that's going to happen in the future. It's something they're doing right now. So banks, when they're looking at giving loans to companies, they're actually requiring that the companies have a certain amount of uh, communication, messaging, and evidence that they are on board with climate change, gender fluidity, white privilege, and all of that, you know, that new wokeness, um, that's happening right now. And we will start to see in America, unless our Congress shuts this down, an advancement of that on on the business side. So in order to actually implement a new social credit system in America, that snaps in with this, we have to train a workforce that's also being scored on how they adapt to, you know, race, gender, uh, climate, etc. So it's training a workforce and then snapping that in with the business requirements of ESG, environmental social governance. I hope that was clear enough. Yeah, oh, definitely. Now, the thing that I think of right away is the big, uh, all the big to do about, uh, well, two things, the um, proposal 
that was defeated in the lame duck session, but will be back right away in early 2023, and we can look forward to that, quote unquote, is to completely overhaul the education system in Ohio and establish a Department of Education and Workforce Training under the governor. And then part of that, to me, just screams the new Intel um, plant that's being uh, established in Columbus is a huge thing in Ohio. They are an ex- incredibly woke organization, and I bet they're right on board with ESG. And will that start to change education in Ohio to be prepared for big corporations like Intel for children to be able to plug right in there with all the right attitudes? You know, I think we have seen in the news that our governor uh, worked very closely with uh, President Biden in order to get this uh, intel uh, business to come to Ohio. And we also know from news articles that um, intel requires a certain level of adaption to diversity, equity, inclusion, and the LGBT agenda Therefore, one would have to wonder, actually assume that there have been some requirements already put in place for Ohio to, you know, incorporate this new business that's going to employ thousands of new jobs in Ohio, that anyone who would be in this uh, new work environment would have to be, you know, following these these diversity, equity, and inclusion guidelines that they have. Um, You know, this is something that business has been for years showing their diversity in their employment, but now it's at at a level of wokeness that is beyond anything anyone could have ever imagined in the past five years. Well, and the really odd thing is that companies uh, selling products often don't make money, of course, depending on where, who, who their product is being sold to. But once people find out about this, very few people are on board with this. Of course, all the LGBTQ folks are, but that's a great minority of folks. And so this is being forced on America in various ways, in the schools, in the corporate world. Do you agree with that? You know, it's very similar to what they have done to people in the military, people that want to serve their country being forced to take a vaccine. Um, Many, many people, no doubt, have taken those vaccines that didn't want to take them in order to just, you know, keep staying in the the military, uh, you know, in the business world, staying on board at the company because they need the income. Mm -hmm. Um, You're right. I mean, it's, it's forcing people to do something that they don't really want to do, but they, they kind of cave because, you know, they want to put food on the table. Yeah. Well, Diane, I think we're um, that's all the time we're going to have to cover this subject. But um, I encourage people to go to the protectohiochildren.net website. And also, I'm sure, Diane, you would be available to talk to anybody who wants to talk in more detail. And also, uh, isn't that I'm speaking for you is... Isn't that true? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you can go to our uh, website, protectohiochildren.net, and there's a contact page. And uh, give us a call. Send us an email to our 
mailbox, and uh, we'd be happy to answer any questions you would have. And actually, anyone who wants to volunteer to help us, we're always looking for help <laughs> in this whole uh, fight against uh, indoctrination in the schools. We are. Well, God bless you, Diane, for what you're doing, and I ask our listeners to pray for you and for Protect Ohio Children. And uh, just God bless you. And I'm, I'm sure I'll be talking to you very soon, as we, we often do. But thank you so much. Thank you, Linda. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. And that's all we have time for today, friends. Just remember, just remember that with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Friends, I want to make sure you know about all the resources you can access at our MissionAmerica.com website. And also, I want to make sure you know you now have the option of a safe, secure online donation at Mission America if you are so moved to support our ministry. So go to MissionAmerica.com for more information. And thank you so much for your prayers and support. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.